12th, 2020, and we are still bunkered down at going to week five of the coronavirus, G virus, T virus, Co Veronica virus, C virus, Los Plagas virus, Fox die. And welcome to episode 101 of the Struggle Game Podcast. I'm your host, hashtag Luke Cage, IRL, Reckless Watch, and rocking with me today is my second command one, the, the co founder of the Struggle, Struggle Podcast, Gaming and Entertainment Conglomerate. Mr. Gotchop15, a.k.a. GC, a.k.a. Black Liam Neeson. GC, take it away. Hey, what it do? It's your boy, Gotchop. God bless y'all. All right, then. My opening comment is, you're probably wondering, wait, where's Book and Kavanaugh? This is weird. Why is he not here? Guys, chill out. He's with his um his granddad right now uh, celebrating his birthday. Uh, so just just chill the, chill out. Let we, we gave him the night off because, you know, family comes first. And I want to say right now, speaking of family, uh, happy Easter to everyone. At the time of this recording, it is Easter of 2020. So I want to give a very heartfelt um, ha- message to you all. You guys, happy Easter. Hopefully all you guys had a great time. Hopefully you guys were managed to see your parents and stuff like that. I understand that it's a really, con- really bad time to be doing that because, you know, the whole C-Virus thing going on and stuff like that. I'm calling the C-Virus because I've been playing Resident Evil for way too long now. Um, and hopefully everyone had a great time, had dinner, lunch, brunch, whatever. And brunch at your place, obviously, because any place that does brunch, like bottomless mimosas and stuff like that, is probably a no-no right now. Um, you, if you belong to a small church and stuff like that, hopefully you guys, one, practice social distancing, and two, had a great service today. So, overall, guys, happy Easter. Hopefully everyone had a great day today. With that being said, let's get started. We, we're going we're to wind back on the happiness real quick because we got some niggas to talk about tonight. And there's one nigga I want to talk about, and that dude is the head of Gearbox as is numero uno on my list of people that I would never want to mess with and if I saw this dude at E3 I'm I got I got some few I got some few words to say to him I got some choice words for Mr. Randy Pitchford but we're not going to do that I'm not, I'm going to hold that real quick because we're going to be talking about him later on and that and the fact that well E3 ain't happening this year so I can say I, I can say just about everything that's you know FCC material so there you go also we're gonna be going after the rumors of the Resident Evil 4 remake but before we get, all, get into all that we gotta do some housekeeping first shout out to everyone we hit 108 followers on SoundCloud we greatly appreciate you guys you guys really like us and we really really appreciate it but thank you Donna real thank you guys very much for always uh, letting us come into your home virtually of course because y'all don't really know us all that well and letting us be your virtual neighbors letting you guys you know just easing the easing up the stress of our lives right now especially if you're in california and stuff like that or new york shots my boys in new york but we're here to help, to try to put a smile on you guys' face tonight and hopefully y'all can tell us what video games you're playing as well if you've got any recommendations let us know as well chat we love you we adore you shout out to everyone who's watching right now shout out to our girl uh, our waifu waifu of the group jen aka jen pink aka jenny aka hashtag daddy ryu is bae she is currently she is currently under the weather so she is at home get well soon but she is watching and she said karen virus oh if you guys want to know why she's saying karen virus 
players watch last night's episode of the Scrub Lounge, you'll understand why. But chat, we love you and we adore you. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. And if you are, and you're probably wondering, like Jet Reckless, I can't really watch right now because everyone is tripping my house and I don't have privacy and I'm trying to move out of my my house right now. And I I can't because the housing market is trash right now to some capacity to some people. My stimulus check hasn't even come in yet, which I'm gonna be saving to put in as a deposit for my new apartment. I'm just it's just stressful right now. Where can I watch this review or listen to it? My brother or sister or whomever. We got you covered. Don't worry. This episode will be out as fast as humanly possible. And by that, I mean hopefully tomorrow or Tuesday at the time this recording. Do not call me on that. Um, But yeah, so guys, let us know how y'all feel. As we always say, closed mouths don't get fed. So let us know how you feel. And we can always take an email. And we're taking an email until the 15th because apparently we got an extension on our uh, on the stay-at-home quarantine, whatever you call it. So we, we will always take an email. So you can then, now and forever, email us at strugglegamebookies at gmail.com. That's strugglegamebookies at gmail.com. For your questions, comments, stories, advice, and business advice, all that good stuff. Find us on Facebook and Twitter. Type of Scruggle Game. And bam! Scruggle Game is all in your, in your <clears throat> home. You also find us on our YouTube and Instagram. You can find us on our YouTube page at Scroco Gaming, which we're gonna be we are gonna be uh, updating more of the videos on there because we know it's been dead for a little bit. So give us some pa- give, give just be patient with this, guys. We got you covered. And you can find us on our Instagram at the Scroco Club Podcast. It's Instagram at the Scroco Club Podcast. And you can always find us on our home base, SoundCloud.com slash Game. That's SoundCloud.com slash Game for previous episodes of the Scrub Lounge, the Scrub Center presents. Scruggle Alerts, you the reviews, and our flagship show, the Scruggle Gaming Podcast, 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 Podcast. You want to get a hold of any of us, one part of critique time. Find your boy, Twitter, Instagram, the Reckless underscore Fox, YouTube Reckless underscore Fox, and find all my latest game content on Twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. If I'm not holding it down in the South Tower region, flexing Keith Tower style, we're going to go over to the boy in the hood. GC, where can they find you? So you can call me on YouTube at Mr. GC, Mr. GC15.com. Wow. Uh, you can call me on YouTube at Mr. GC15. You can find me on Twitter uh, and Instagram at underscore, I mean at gotcha underscore 15 and Twitch gotcha 15. Man, so you got GC.com. So what? You got OnlyFans page? I told you I was tired. You got OnlyFans page now, GC? Did you ever even told us about? <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Well, I mean, so let's get started. GC, it's been about, it's been a week since, it's been a couple of weeks since the last podcast where we celebrate our 100th episode. So, it, how how's these last two weeks been? I, I I know it's been stressful with some people, but how's it been with you? Go ahead. Uh, actually, it's been getting better. Um, just like I said, you know, pretty much, you know, our, uh, a lot of people know where my faith lies. So, um, basically gives you a piece that surpasses all understanding. So, you know, this too shall pass. Um, Amen to that. Pretty much, you know, prepare. Pretty much, you know, preparing from you know tougher times ahead too, you know, as well. But I'm pretty much, you know, just writing it out, you know. With my, I'm just grateful that you know, pretty much at home, you know, safe and sound with my family. For instance, you know, those who pretty much are homeless or those who don't have a place to stay, um, those who pretty much, you know, in the hospital, basically, you know, battling, you know, this pretty much this virus, and who are pulling through. And also, shout out to them. And also shout out, and also shout out to all the recoveries as well. Those who actually who actually come overcome these viruses. Uh, but so far, you know, everything's good. You know, I'm just pretty much hanging there, just like everybody else, and pretty much just you know having the strength to ride everything. All right. Um, I would say 
this week's been uh, last two weeks been pretty it's been decent i mean again oh excuse me by that um you know just more and more i'm like you know what because like, the last couple of weeks when when this whole thing started you know y'all know how i was i was not feeling it I, I, y'all know me I'm, I'm a social butterfly i don't like being at home all the time and uh, but honestly this game being at home has given me a moment of clarity and i've actually got a chance to hang out with my nieces i found out that y'all see listen if y'all see me stream on twitch y'all know that sometimes my nieces my twin nieces like to run into the room if i don't um close the door and stuff like that and i like to stay in my room and y'all saw that when i watched wrestlemania last sunday so i've had a moment of clarity and i've been hanging out with my nieces and stuff i found out one of them she really likes yoga i introduced her to yoga so and i did it on ig live and it was so adorable um and she loves power rangers i showed her the japanese version of power rangers uh super sentai uh zero ranger which is mighty morphin power rangers in america and she i i can already tell you guys if y'all watch me on morphin network if god forbid like let's say 10 20 years from now you know when i'm old old man fox um we're gonna have little fox and she's gonna be taking my place as one of the um you know, one of the one of the hosts of Ranger Podcast Live on Morphin Network. Shout out to Morphin Network. But yeah, I, I I'm honestly now training the next generation of people who are gonna like Power Rangers. <laughs> um, I started watching Common Rider. Shout out to Book and Kabuto. He's the one who kind of got me into Common Rider Zero One. And I will say this right now, people, if you're looking for something to watch that's not like America, if you're if you're kind of if you don't want to watch Power Rangers all that much right now. And if you're trying to look for something that's a little bit more like a little bit in Power Rangers, but more like Jap- Japanese stuff like Tokusatsu, like Ultraman stuff, Kamen Rider Zero One honestly is a great start to watch. Uh, it's a new se- series that started last year and still going, and it's really really good. And if you need a website to watch it on, go on TokuFun.com. That's what I go on, and uh, they also have the app for it as well. Don't go on Kiss Anime because Kiss Anime's loading time is ridiculous. Especially if you have ad block like I do, because I don't want I don't want to be watching Kamen Rider and then I have a hum- bunch of hentai ads uh, popping up on my um, computer, and then next thing you know, and my brother comes in, and my nieces come in, they be like, "What are you looking at?" I'm like, "Nothing." I don't, I don't need that. I don't need that. Okay. Um. I and once again, shout out to my neighbors because my neighbors around the corner from my house got me some weights. They were throwing some like fifteen, like ten and fifteen pound weights away, and. I took them, I, I, I got from them, they gave it to me for free, and I'm lifting 100 pounds, which is 100 pounds lighter than I normally do, because I can, I can bench 205, solid, so, I'm just doing, like, slow reps now, so, that's cool, but, I, I, look, I'm just honestly waiting until, it'll, I'm, listen, I don't, I, I, I'm just waiting for when the gym start opening up again, that's low-key what I'm waiting for. Like, I don't care about anything else, but, like, get me back in the gym, okay? I mean, walking and stuff is cool and all, but, like, I, I, I miss my gym life. I miss the gym life, all right? That's how I feel about it. Um, I'm looking at the comments. I would think the hentai is easier to explain than Kamen Rider. Oh! <laughs> oh, my God. You would think that. You would think that, but not really. But overall, and you know, I spent time with my family today for Easter and stuff. Um, and this coming, uh, go, coming, going into this week, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna tr- finish up Resident Evil 3 remake, which I might do after this uh, podcast is over, because I got a lot to talk about about Resident Evil 3, which we're we're gonna get into the discussion. So 
GC Resident Evil 3, um, the uh, opening comments. So you've been playing it. Did you beat the game yet? I beat it like 10 times. Jesus Christ. Okay. What is your thoughts? Because I know there are there Resident Evil 3 remake has divided the the Resident Evil community to the point where a faction wars begun. And I and I want and I want to point point out to a couple of people that call try to call me out yesterday, but I'll get into that. So, GC, what is your thoughts? You are the diehard Resident Evil fan out of all of us. What's your thoughts? Uh, so far, just as in, you know, I pretty much, you know, like what they've done pretty much, you know, as well as with the graphics. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really say pretty much the character design, uh, cause I already stated, you know, to one of my friends, uh, where the Jill model, I'm mostly a fan of the RE1 remake, uh, Jill model. Uh, okay. that's like the perfect Jill. I mean, this one, I guess they trying to, like, you know, mirror more of Mila Jovovich from the uh, RE, RE movies. Boo! So Boo! Like Boo! No, she does not look like Mila Jovovich, dude. No, look she doesn't. Look again. I'm look a, again. Oh, my God. Okay, fine. I'll look again. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, so far, you know, besides that, whatever. But, um, it's. I mean, like I said, it's, I ain't going to say it's bad, um, nor, nor if it's good. It's more so... It's more so okay. Um, I wouldn't basically basically see it as a remake per se, but more so the whole game it aspect like itself is pretty much a reimagining, where they took basically the elements out of what it basically showcased as a remake. Where you know, so far it's basically little to no puzzles, just as you basically uh, you know, discover you know pretty much in the OG the OG original. Um, certain uh character aspects of each and their character like brad were more so like you know where they pretty much first introduce um nemesis itself or whatever just as in like you know they basically put it just out there just as you know you pretty much uh showcase nemesis you know over the not, not really saying his name but somebody's after you you know the jail over the phone but you basically didn't say you know who it was but basically just as it's showing like you know it's clearly that he's after stars members right um but just as in the way you know pretty much he died just as in they didn't really show that just as they did in the original way you know based on nemesis they asked well, he's been bitten by a zombie in which i kind of like you know this is like you know pretty much like where they at that reference where a lot of uh, re re fans pretty much was thinking in resident Evil 2 where how marvin the police officer of um, the sergeant pretty much how he got bitten in the first place in which you know basically just revealed that you know it was brad that bit him and it also kind of answers some questions too uh filling that loophole if you play the og resident Evil 2 game where if he gets to the police station you know without picking up any items you'll see brad as a zombie you know at the police station on the lower level so it kind of like you know added that reference there of why he's there or what was his purpose there and as well as you know how you know pretty much marvin got injured in the first place is which it pretty much reminded us as all just as players just as in, he basically let leon know in re2 remake just as in, uh uh trust me uniform or not you bet not hesitate in other words you better squeeze that trigger put the bullet put a bullet in that in that zombie's head I don't care who, I don't care if that's your best friend, your mama, your daddy, your brother, somebody who's very close to you or whatever. It ain't who you think it is. Like, you better not hesitate because they'll they'll kill you before uh, you kill them. So that was right. pretty much, you know, a nice, you know, 
warm breathing. I mean, more, more. I mean, warm breath. I'm breathtaking. Breathtaking. There you go. Okay. Um, but you know, continue on. They took away pretty much a lot of elements, just as in you know the whole clock tower scene. Um, that pretty they much. They did. Was, uh, yeah, they took. They I, took I haven't it, gotten far from the game. That's why I've. I, I got okay. to the part. I got to the part where you fight Nemesis with the flamethrower, and you blow yeah. him up. Yeah, uh, they pretty much took out that um, um, memorable uh, scene, whereas they, they took that away and basically just leaning up to uh, certain scenarios as in the hospital or just certain uh, puzzle puzzle aspects of to learn pretty much more so of pretty much link, uh, of information, basically linking back to, you know, Umbrella through, you know, like a UBCS, you know, soldiers. Um, as well as it took away the quick time events where you basically have to choose where you basically face the nemesis. Yeah, you can choose to go here or go to the police station or fight them straight on or do this and everything. You basically just, you know, right then and there have to basically take them on only for a certain period of time, in which it kind of like you know annoys me. Uh, per, per se, just asking if you play hardcore mode and in inferno, he's constantly on you. And I basically wanted that same intense and that scare factor in the rest of the whole standard mode or possibly, you know, the assist mode as well. So what, you're game. So, so what you're saying to me is I should play the game on nightmare mode or inferno mode. Oh, you're not ready for those modes. <laughs> you will break your controller playing those <laughs> modes. But, um, but I mean, just like I said, everything, the same intense of uh, basically nemesis basically constantly uh, i mean behind your back and breathing over your shoulders and you know with that goku basically speed and that high jump and everything just fall out of nowhere you won't get that if you basically play assisted or standard mode and that pretty much you know was lacking you know for so again i got so i got asked again i got asked again i should play this game on nightmare not in front of them but nightmare mode i should just, I, I should play the game on nightmare mode instead you will not last i guarantee you <sighs> okay all right, fine. Uh, but as you know, pretty much taking care of Nemesis, you know, everything is pretty much the same as Mr. X. He's really easy, you know, pretty much to fight and take down. Um, and I kind of like, you know, the mechanics they added, the dodge mechanics, they pretty much reference that from the OG RE3. Um, it's still kind of complicated where I see there are certain glitches where you perfectly time that dodge and it seems like it's not working or the type of direction that you're leaning for rather side to side or back it's not basically executing perfectly in certain attacks, whether from the zombies or nemesis itself. But it's kind of sad they took away that self-defense, the self-defense item, you know, uh, mechanic where they basically had an RE2, where uh, a zombies lunge at you and you basically fall them off, fight them off, where basically you stab them in the head with a knife or with a grenade or a flash bang or something, just to prevent yourself from getting bitten and getting hurt. So they took that away um, too. But, um, as well as pretty much, you know, add a few uh, references of other uh, past RE titles, such as um, RE7. Most like, I mean, most, I mean, most obvious one, you know, at the beginning where you, you're looking at first person or the uh, car features where you're trying to run Nemesis over the car, you know, basically with, you know, Ethan and Jack. Or, um, of course, where the uh, bow cutters, where you got to cut the chains off the doors, you know, right. just a lot of references from RE7. As well as you know, Ari uh, Survivor. Um, when it comes to pretty much the first person aspect uh, of certain chase sequence, as well as Ari Six of the action part, where I kind of like you know don't like where certain points where Nemesis chase you and it's more like a quick time event, but it's more so like a movie 
per se or whatever it's basically gonna give you a choice to either like you know fight back or basically escape it just basically like you know automate or like automated into it but um so far um like i said just little things here and there um that takes away from the essence of the pretty much the game like i said i didn't call it a remake because it basically showcased the game itself where it's not really a, re a remake at all where they try to go to a different direction while adding all these other aspects into it to basically do a recreation of the game where it's supposed to basically be a remake where it reminds you of the nostalgia of the og classics while at the same time with this little twist you know into it but so far uh for those who haven't played you know i you know see for yourself or anything you know i recommend you know you know try it out you know to get your input for yourself as well as you know like i said with you reckless like you know the further you play the more you basically get a feel and a taste for it as well as you know get a better understanding of what other critics and other gamers are like is basically saying itself as well as other reviewers as well just as in like you know uh dreamcast guy art uh rg rgt or avalanche reviews you know and so on and so forth okay as well as three black geeks shout out to cj oh yeah oh yeah real quick shout out to three black geeks forgot i was uh if you guys haven't yet to uh, uh, go on three black geeks uh soundcloud page i helped them uh with review the glimmer man really good really entertaining and it was it. hilarious thank you i appreciate it <laughs> um so i would i want to take again my two cents about re3 remake thus far so far i mean okay real quick what would you um grade it out of 10 seven eight seven okay, so a five a five wow okay that's low low okay um so far i mean from what i played thus far i'm having a good time playing it i understand where people's issues are like i'm looking at the chat someone said brad deserved to die worse oh yeah no 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 no, no. i agree the way they took brad out i'm like okay that kind of sucked don't um and i don't I, honestly i would rather have nemesis chase you around the entire area and i don't here's a question gc in an inferno mode does nemesis break into the save room um certain save rooms he does yes but it's okay, pretty cool. much you know it pretty much pretty much the same thing but it's just as in where certain breaks on the map or like during the raccoon city street where you basically have a breather you you don't he basically just pops up and you think you're in the clear where you usually know that you're in the clear where you're playing versus like you know assistant mode or um standard mode no he pop he pops up if you don't basically drop him right in the air um pretty much he's gonna pop up you know everywhere you go and even when you basically do drop him towards his knees it's you got like a cool minute to basically get to where you need to get to because other than that he's coming back up and still chasing after you i actually appreciate the fact that you talked about how you and you like the remake version of jill i do too i i think remake jill valentine's design is way better but that's because you know we i grew up playing you know resident evil 5 and stuff like that like resident evil 5 was the outside resident evil 4 was the second um, resident evil game i ever ever actually played and I love Jill's design in that one. I played Umbrella Chronicles, and I played the remake recently of Resident Evil 1. But I really do think that this new Jill Valentine, the design, is the best design I've seen since RE1 Remake. I really like her design. And 
I think the one thing people don't really touch about, and I've seen a lot of people's reviews about it, the one thing I really appreciate about Resident Evil 3 Remake is that going back into Resident Evil 1, when you when you play Resident Evil 1 and then play Resident Evil uh, 3 afterwards, and you're using Jill, there are no consequences to what happened to Jill, to Chris, to Barry, Rebecca. Like they're they don't really tell you the consequence that happens to them on a psychological um in a psychological element. The opening to Resident Evil 3 remake is quite possibly one of the best openings I've seen to a Resident Evil game because it shows you that the there are consequences to what happened in the Spencer in the Spencer Mansion in the first game. Jill is psychologically broken. She has trauma, and we don't know what type of trauma that Chris and Barry and Rebecca yes, have. We do. Well, okay, okay, I take that back. Okay. We know we know about Chris. Then they become an alcoholic, but but Rebecca, and, we and don't know. See- yeah, and in Revelations 2 or whatever, you basically see the same thing pretty much, you know, with uh, Barry as well. As oh, Bill yeah, because Barry, you know, Barry was not messing around. I, I forgot. Barry was not messing around Revelations 2. But when it comes, but I'm talking about like in this time frame, like b- before Revelations 2. But if we, if we, if we dismiss Revelations 2 and RE5 and RE6 and just look at the original trilogy real quick, you don't know the type of trauma that Chris and Barry and Rebecca went through. And we don't even know where the hell Rebecca's at because the last game she was in, canon wise, was Resident Evil Zero. But with Jill, it shows you that, like, this is the stuff that she's de- dealing with, and she even talks about, we don't know if, when we got bitten by the zombies at the Spencer Mansion, if we're infected. We, so far, the doctors say that we're okay, it's fine, but it could be a longevity that something could potentially happen to us. And I like that. That's honestly, outside of everything else that I would probably critique about the game, that's probably one of the best revelations that they have given to Jill Valentine's character. That she is psychologically broken over the events that happened to her at Spencer Mansion. I mean, not to mention, she's an officer, so she's basically, you know, dealing with PTSD, you know, just on the job itself, but just the special master, I mean, the special master itself just added on, like, a hundred times, you know, the more the pressure and the damage, you know, psychologically, you know, not on just on Jill, but on all of them or whatever, but still, they be having the strength uh, to press through and get things done, because their ultimate goal is, you know, to stop Umbrella and to prevent anything from outside of the spectrum matching but also pretty much the the manifestation of raccoon city itself and everything to happen you know globally because if I only mean, they had I mean, the courage to fight <laughs> i mean oh. but obviously you know just as in it's pretty much you know inevitable just as in like you know like i said from the events from the Spencer, Ma- Spencer Mansion and from the events of, you know, Raccoon City or whatever, each and every aspect of the bioweapons, pretty much data was being collected. It was also showcased, you know, through the OG RE3 as well as the, I mean, even RE2 itself or whatever, where they send multiple Mr. Mr. Exes, you know, throughout the city to uh, take out, you know, remaining, I mean, remaining survivors uh, or just whoever's pretty much alive. But as well as, you know, with Nemesis, um, who, who pretty much was taking around, I mean, taking out, that was basically like a special plan, you know, from a brother himself or whatever, because they realized that, you know, star, you know, the remaining stars members who are left alive, uh, they knew too much or whatever. And as they go out, pretty much it's what pretty much they did, you know, basically spread out, uh, their secrets and their plans of what's going on, you know, behind, you know, 
in the underground mansion uh, as well as the underground you know in this uh, raccoon city of course you know individuals you know just general public they didn't believe and they think they're crazy or think they're conspiracy theorists um and you got a, a select few of people that pretty much do take to heart and actually did their own research to basically expose umbrella and basically expose you know pretty much the chief of police who basically had their who had his hand in pretty much umbrellas uh umbrellas pocket Right. Um. As um. As well, as, like you know, I say, like you know, Ben, pretty much, you know, pretty much locked him up, or whatever, because basically was talking too much, and probably pretty much uh, exposed to him. Um. As well as another reporter, uh, another reporter, and our Resident Evil Outbreak, you know, Alyssa, where she was reporting on the whole deal. Of, okay, how about, is, here's a question: Is Outbreak one to canon though? Yeah, because it's dealing with because it's it's dealing in between of the storyline between the events of RE three, I mean RE two and RE three, because at the end of Outbreak or whatever. While pretty much Raccoon City was basically uh, being sanitized or basically destroyed or whatever, uh, the, the remaining survivors who pretty much in outbreak they escaped along with Jill, just with uh, other sources of transportation, you know, through the helicopter, and they also tackle you know certain events, you know, in Raccoon City, just as in the police station, the hospital, the university, or the hotels, where they gather you know certain information from survivors. You know, from doctors or even police officers, or even like you know Marvin, or the previous you know police officers that was there, the remaining survivors, where Marvin himself helped to help them escape uh, before he even got bit. So those events from outbreak played a canon role into that OG you know timeline between the events of RE2 and RE3. Uh, I honestly I like the opening. I honestly I like the opening to this game compared to Nemesis because keep in mind. RE3 was supposed to be Code Veronica, but Code Veronica was delayed, so they did this. This will be a spin-off to Resident Evil 2, but they just named it Resident Evil 3. I like the way they opened well, it, it too. The best decision. The best decision they made, though. Yeah, but again, we'll talk about my issues with Resident Evil as a whole, like, for, for, when it comes to the rumors. Um, but I do like the opening. Yes, I think Brad deserved a better death, because that was just trash. Um... I, I do have issues with certain things like um, the dodge mechanic. I praise the dodge mechanic in the demo, and I still think the dodge mechanic so far is pretty damn good. Like the parry system, it needs work. It does need work though. Like that. That's it. It, it felt a bit rough. Where like you 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 should be able to dodge the moment a zombie tries to bite you. That's when you should go into the, the Daigo Umahara parry. But apparently, it, it, that's tough on its own as well. So I do have, I, I've had issues with the dodge mechanics for the most part as Jill. I will also say that not a, I'm, I'm not a fan of the fact that Jill does not go into RPD, but maybe, uh, but I'm pretty, but I, I don't hate the fact that she doesn't do it. I think that's actually a good change up because then it's like, why is Jill going in right after Leon Claire, blah, 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 or before Leon Claire, blah, 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 blah. But some of the changes that I've seen thus far are actually not bad. I actually like some of the changes they've made to the game. I've gotten, I haven't gotten too far into the game. Uh, I will be playing it right after this podcast is over. But so far, I'm having a good time playing it. Um, do I think it's worth the 60 bucks now that I've, because I've been told that the game's roughly six hours long, three if you can speed run it quickly? I would say that was probably my, that's probably one thing. I would say more likely the game is like, I, I would just say maybe the game is, should have been like 40 bucks. I, that's that's why I think. I think the game should have been at least $40. Then I then I can understand. Now, I've been told people have been saying it should, should have been like an add-on to Resident Evil 2. No, I don't think it... 
I don't honestly think that it should be an add-on to Resident Evil 2 because then you're taking away you're taking away what made RE2 remake really really good. That I don't and like I and RE2 remake had enough content on uh, to begin with because you had the part with um uh Kendall, you had the Kendo, you had the part with um uh, the tofu um mini game you had hunk's story so you already had three pieces of like expansion packs or uh, expand uh, camp campaign expect expansions so you don't really need to put re3 let re3 be its own game but is it worth the 60 dollars that's a that's debatable i mean i'm getting my i'm honestly think i believe that i'm getting my money's worth i know a lot of people hate the game they're like it's trash they took away the best parts blah 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 and so far, I don't have a problem with the game. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a problem with the game once I get to Carlos's part. But so far, I'm enjoying myself. I'm enjoying playing the game. That's just me. Uh, I'm not going to give a score just yet. And if you're wondering, would I review this game on my on my YouTube channel? Yeah, I'm going to be reviewing this game on my YouTube channel. At um, very, it's very likely I will be doing that. I, I am working on trying to get more um reviews up on my youtube channel and i'll probably do maybe when i'm done playing the game we can do like a group um review on the scroll club podcast page on soundcloud and youtube we'll, we'll make a, a video version and audio version for that but here's a question gc would you would you call yourself a resident evil loyalist uh that's a yes okay so I'm not gonna say any names, but this nigga knows exactly who he is. Call me a loyalist to Resident Evil because I have no problem with the game thus far. And when I point, and he's like, "Oh, you're just like like fandom." Yeah, he's like, "You're just," he's like, "Yeah, yeah." Where I, 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 he's he believes like I have, I don't see no faults with the game. I'm like, nigga, I told you my issues with the game already. Doesn't mean I don't hate the game. I'm enjoying the game. Like, wait, wait, what? Like, is it a crime for me to enjoy Resident Evil 3 Remake? I'm getting my money's worth playing this game. Clearly, I wouldn't say what I said, you know, since the beginning, if I was a loyalist. Like, keeping fact and everything, I ain't, you know, I I am an RE fan. You know, I love the series, you know, since, you know, because I grew up with the series since I was a kid. Okay, nigga, nigga, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nigga, I'm going to stop you right there. Nigga, if if we did a RE cosplay, you know dang on well you're going to be Barry Burton, nigga. Come on now. <laughs> a black Barry Burton. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he is a, he is a father. <laughs> and of everyone in the squad, you're the only one who has kids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Kavita a step daddy, and I'm a step daddy too. But that's a different story. And Cece is like your 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 goddaughter. So put, there you she go. Pretty much, yeah, like my daughter. So yeah, she, she's Cece's pretty much Rebecca my Chambers. <laughs> she's 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 my Mar- she's my Moira. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead, but like, I you, I get what you mean though. Like you you you. I'm a. I would say this. I'm a Resident Evil fan, but am I a loyalist? I'm not. Gonna, first of all, if I'm a loyalist to Resident Evil, I would probably tell you that I love Resident Evil Six or Co Veronica or Survivor or Guyton or uh freaking um. Oh, Co Veronica is not bad. Co Veronica is not bad. Uh, I mean, but go, I mean, Co Veronica has issues, dude, and, and I really want Co Veronica to get uh. A um, re-release, but oh, no, I'm saying everything is like you know, I love, like, I'm a fan of our of Resident Evil, um, but if it has some problems and some faults, I'm gonna call it out. You know, that's just basically being real. 
Yeah. Like, I, like, how am I, I'm, I'm over here saying, how am I a loyalist to Resident Evil when I'm clearly telling you my issues with Resident Evil 3 Remake? Like, it's not like, how, if I'm a loyalist, I'm easily going to tell you that Resident Evil 6 is the best game of all time, which would be a lie and a half. I'd be a goddamn liar if I did that. Hell no. Again, I know I'm going to run into issues with Resident Evil 3 Remake. I already know. I've been told first and foremost that yes, uh, we already we already discussed the fact that they took the quick time events out uh, from the original game. We've already talked about certain things that they uh, took. Um, they switched up with Jill and Chris, not Chris, Carlos, and we already talked about the fact that mercenaries got taken out and they put in uh, Resident Evil Residence, which I will say right now, Resident or uh, not Residence, Resistance is actually fun. My only gripe about Resistance is that you're going to need to play with people that you actually know. Don't play with randos. Randos suck. At Resident Evil Resistance, and also if you if you are if you never played Dying Light or the Friday the 13th game, Resistance is probably not for you. But I had a good time playing it. But it, it, it baffles me that it's like, and these are the same people that I can already tell you. They're, these are the same niggas who probably got on my case because I don't like Kingdom Hearts 3. That I have had major issues with Kingdom Hearts 3, and I pointed them all out. And they're like, no, like it's like, and they play it's not, it's it's not screening as well as Disney's well. Like it doesn't matter, man. It's like in general, it's still yes. It, are the game mechanics fun? Yes, they are. But storytelling wise, Sora is a freaking cuck, and Kyrie is Sakura from Naruto. She's trash. She's garbage. Miss me with that nonsense. Resident Evil Three remake so far. I'm enjoying it. I, I'm not, and if you, and I will say this right now, if you want, if you want to have your, if you want to give your own food for thought, buy the game. Matter of fact, if you don't want to buy it at the $60 price range, get the game cheap. Find, um, I'm pretty sure there are plenty of people who already turned in their copies of the game thus far because they're probably disappointed or something like that with the length. Um, and I, and so, and I understand that. So the game's probably what, like 40, 45 bucks on Amazon now. So go ahead and look at that. But don't tell me that I'm a loyalist when I'm clearly telling you that there are issues with the game that I have thus far. Or that, yo, man, don't don't say that. Like, I, I'm enjoying the game myself right now. So when I'm done with the game, we can talk about it. We can have an actual conversation about it now that I know certain things that happen in the game. So, yeah, like, just because I enjoy the game doesn't make me a loyalist. And, like, I mean, thus far, I'd probably give it... My current score for RE3 Remake is probably an 8. And it's probably... It might go down if if I get to the latter part of the game. But so far, it's an 8 out of 10. I, was I expecting this game to be 6 hours long? Probably not. But now I've been told that, I'm like, okay, cool. I won't get my hopes up for certain things that might happen. So... There you go. Okay, we've been talking about Resident Evil for a while now, so I actually want to talk about some of the things that's been going on since the, our last podcast. And GC, I'm um, I hope you have like some tissue or like some Kleenexes next to you. So The Last of Us Two got delayed indefinitely. So, uh, GC, I know, I know. Just it's okay. Don't start crying. Just hear me out. This was uh, talked about on IGN a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Last of Us 2 is no longer set to be released on May 29th. Sony and developer Naughty Dog announced today. A tweet today, a tweet today from Sony confirmed update. SIE, Sony Interactive Entertainment, has made the difficult decision to delay the launch of Last of Us Part 2 
and Marvel's Iron Man VR until further notice. Well, we don't care about the VR. We, I know a lot of people care about The Last of Us Part 2. Logistically, the global crisis is preventing us from providing the launch experience our players deserve. The company followed the statement with, currently there are no other delays to report, but we'll keep you guys updated. And Naughty Dog have released a statement on Twitter saying, uh, talking about the delays, saying, As you've likely just seen, the release of The Last of Us Part 2 has been delayed. We're sure this news is just as disappointing to you as it is to us. We wanted to reach out to all of you in our community to give you... Sorry about that. To give you a little more information, the good news is we're nearly done with the development of The Last of Us Part 2. We are in the midst of fixing our final bugs. However, even with us finishing the game, we have we were faced with a reality that due to the logistics beyond our control, we couldn't launch the game. The we couldn't launch The Last of Us Part 2 to our satisfaction. We want to make sure everyone gets to play The Last of Us Part 2 around the same time, ensuring that we're doing everything possible to preserve the best experience for everyone. This meant delaying the game until such a time where we can solve these logistical, logistic issues. We were bummed about this decision, but ultimately understood what's best and fair to all our players. We're hoping that this won't be a long delay and we'll update you as soon as we have new information to share. We wish you all, your, your families and your friends, the best of health. Thank you for being amazing fans and your continued support. Stay safe. Um... GC, what's your thoughts on this? Because I, I know you are a big Last of Us fan. I can tell you that I, I already know because you keep giving me crap that I've not played the first game yet, which I'm going to at some point. But thoughts, because there's more There's more to the story as well. It's to be expected. I was hurt at the beginning because the game was supposed to initially supposed to come out in February, and then it got delayed and pushed back to May. And now because pretty much the second part about everything that's pretty much going on has basically caused an impact to cause another delay where at first of my mind is as in why not just release the digital version only and just like even delay the physical copies. But still, you know, it's, you know, just as Naughty Dog said, it's just pretty much uh, out of their control. So, um... Pretty much, you know, it is what it is. Like, you know, I'm hurt or whatever, but you know, it is what it is. Well, there are people who are actually saying, and, and I, I don't really have, I don't really have uh, an opinion about this because, again, I've not played The Last of Us Part One, so I, do, so if I that should give, be an <laughs> So if I can't really give my two cents about it because, I mean, it does. Su I would say it does suck because I know a lot of people like you and cc and jen who love the last and karma who love the last of us part one and we're looking for forward to this game so i feel bad for the people that are hardcore fans of the last of us um but there is a silver lining to this and they actually and a lot of people have been talking about it and that the, the at least the the developers and the and the developers and the people working on the game can actually get a break because this was actually reported last month about crunch culture now it's no secret that we've talked about we've given our thoughts about companies developers and publishers doing crunch time on on their games like anthem the last of us part two is, an, is another example um and how a lot of overtime people doing a lot of overtime and having to do psychological having like psychological breakdowns and need to have like psychiatric help or, or like a, a psychologist to come in or have to leave their job because of stress and stuff like that and them feeling like depressed this is honestly a good thing 
that this is happening because and this i'm gonna read this from a uh, game game gamer revolution shout out to gamer revolution um, i'm just read it from here die dog doesn't exactly encourage a crunch culture but long-standing policy on hiring workaholics often means that the last was two developers are stuck at work later than normal it's so bad in fact that one developer at the last was two said it feels like you can't go home they do try to take care of you providing food encouragement to go take breaks one former one former uh, developer said to kotaku speaking on the conditions of um anonymity anonymity i probably said that word right um but for the most part the implications is get the job done at all costs it's not necessarily that Naughty Dog is specifically keeping people there. However, the passionate people that they hire are often so involved with getting the job done and getting it done on time that the last is part two. Developers are working 12 hours a day and weekends during crunch time. It's an amazing, amazing creative environment, said one developer, but you can't go home. Uh, we cr I'm reading a little bit more. We crunch on all our games for sure. Naughty Dog president Evan Wells told Kotaku in uh, 2016. We never change our 40-hour expectations or our core hours, which are from 10.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. People put in a lot of hours, but it's based on their own feel, how much they have in their tank. So, again, honestly, this is good. As suckish as this is that the game is not coming out, the fact that people are actually getting a break from The Last of Us Part 2 is good because I, I, don't, I, I don't think a lot of people understand this, is that people developers are humans just like you and me gc and like and i'm not saying you're one of the people i'm just saying in general people need breaks and i and we've we we talked about this with anthem we we had a long discussion about how ea put so much pressure and crunched on anthem on bioware to get anthem done on time well technically it's not the company it's the it's the uh it's the investors you know they want their money at a certain deadline so that's what creates the crunch time so if it's basically left in the hands of the actual developers and the gaming company itself just like you know i say what rockstar games to actually take their time with their games yeah then everything yeah. would have worked exactly but like again what i'm saying i i i'm okay with this because again these are people like yeah the, the these are people doing crunch on their own merit and and like the guy said it's on your own field but at the same time there are certain people and i i speak for myself because i honestly consider myself a workaholic especially when i was working for um the former company i was working for i would spend roughly nine hours at my when i was working from home i was spending roughly nine to ten hours working at my desk the whole day trying to get things done i would never take a break I can tell you from experience, I don't like, and I can tell you this from, as all experience guys, and I, do, please learn from me, I don't like taking breaks at work. That's just me personally. I feel as if, for me, I gotta get the job done. That's just, like, when I worked at the library at my, at my, um, at my, co at the college I graduated from, I never liked taking breaks. My boss literally had to get me out of the chair, like, hey, look, I, listen, Fox, I appreciate your work. I appreciate your dedication, but you gotta take a break, dude. I, it's against the law if we don't have you take a break. <laughs> so I would have to give myself a break. Uh, now, unless it was like midterms or finals, then I would probably need to take a break anyway, but that's a different story. Workaholics like do need breaks, yes. and I would say that, um, I don't wanna keep being an, uh, a, a dead horse with a, with a stick but you get what i mean this is a this honestly is a good thing that this is happening and I, I, circumstances wise you know with the whole c virus thing no it's not it's not good but when it comes to people's health and when it comes to people trying to get home to their families and spend time with their families 
especially during these um you know troubling times and stuff like that this is a good thing the last of us is be it's it's delayed it's not denied and it's not been canceled if the last of us 2 got canceled right before the game came out then obviously everyone should be mad i would probably say go gung-ho freaking just don't do anything too stupid don't write you don't need well, to write in the streets of the video game well it's pretty much de delayed you know indefinitely like you know to the point that um i heard this you know hours ago where sony they basically came out with a statement stating that if you pre-order the game digitally you know through their PlayStation store they will give you a refund of that pre-order see i didn't know that but that's actually new but yeah like get your money back now and then when the game does get announced and has like a proper date and time on when, when it's scheduled to come out then i say go ahead and pre-order it like did you pre-order it gc did you pre-order the last of us part two yeah yeah basically got the game downloaded i'm just waiting on the countdown pretty much it says 45 days from Shout out to Naughty Dog. Look, it sucks that you guys had to delay it, but I I I get why you did it because of what's going on in the world right now. Spend time with your families, and and I like the fact that they were saying you know be with your loved ones and stay healthy. Like I like that. Clearly, I would say this. I, I we've talked about. The, I think we have talked about this where we say developers don't really care about people's feelings or anything like that. They just want to make money. I honestly would beg to differ because, um. Respawn Entertainment clearly cares about their community and stuff like that, as well as Naughty Dog. When they say that, like I'm not talking about people individual, I'm talking about the community as a whole. So shout out to Naughty Dog for that. Um, now what I will be talking about is a nigga who clearly does not give a damn about his workers or anything like that. Yeah, publishers don't care, but developers do. Okay, but clearly we're gonna be talking about someone. Uh, who obviously doesn't give a damn about the community or or their workers, and we're talking about this this um this <laughs> this uh, man oh man there's so many things i want to call this nigga but you know I, i'm trying not to so i'm going to i'm gonna refrain from cussing about him until i get into it let's talk about randy pitchford guys now randy pitchford is one of the head developers this is the guy the of uh, gearbox the same guys who brought us borderlands so randy pitchford has gotten salt this vince russo-esque freaking scumbag goof reportedly it's not gonna get people who worked at gearbox and worked on the development of borderlands 3 their bonuses so this is coming and this is coming from uh windows central gearbox is no stranger to controversy and a new report only makes the developer look worse and worse according to kotaku who spoke with a handful of sources under the condition of an enemy or anonymously Gearbox is not offering staff that the expected royalty bonuses they made, that they thought they were going to get working on Borderlands 3. Sources speaking to Kotaku said that Randy Pitcher, who took a $12 million bonus in 2016, held a meeting yesterday in which he told employees that their bonuses would be much, much less than expected. Pitcher apparently cited the game being more expensive than anticipated to make. The company expanded and, and off-base sales projections as the reasoning behind this, he did not point out to the COVID-19 pandemic as the factor of the decision. The company is known for paying its workers less than the industry standard, but would previously make up for it through profit sharing. Royalties from all the developers' games would be split 60-40, with 60% going uh, back to Gearbox and its owners, while the remaining 40% would be split between the employees in the form of quarterly bonuses. 
This had been going on since the studio was founded, and the report indicates that the bonuses from Borderlands 2 were so large that employees were able to buy houses from them. Management apparently promised some of the, the Borderlands 3 team that they would uh, get six-figure bonuses this year. And this is what and this is what they had to say. Uh, Gearbox uh, provided the following statement to Kotaku: Borderlands 3 represents the uh, an incredible value to gamers and an incredible achievement by the team of Gearbox Software. Our studio is talent is talent led, and we believe strongly in everyone sharing in profitability. The talent at Gearbox enjoys participation in the upside of our games. To our knowledge, the most uh, generous royalty bonuses system in AAA. Since the program began, Gearbox talent talent has earned over 100 million dollars in royalty bonuses above and beyond traditional compensation in the most recent pay period gearbox talent enjoyed news that borderlands 3 having earned revenue exceeding the largest investment ever made by the company into a single video game had officially became a profitable video game and the talent gearbox that participates in the royalty bonuses has now earned their first royalty bonuses on the profit additionally forecast update was given to talent gearbox that participate participants in the um that that talent at the gearbox that participates in the royalty bonuses to set the expectations for coming quarters gearbox is, is a private company that does not issue forward-looking statements to the public but we do practice transparency with our families pitchford reportedly told people that anyone happy with the royalty system people who are now potentially missing out on tens of thousands of dollars tens of thousands even hundreds of thousands of dollars were welcome to quit so pretty much Pitchford said, if you don't like the way we're doing, if you don't like the fact that you're getting less on your bonuses, go ahead and quit. Listen, I have, I've been very quiet about Randy Pitchford because the last time we talked about Randy Pitchford, he was in a lot of uh, deep water with the whole thing, with the, with the USB drive and, you know, the magic tricks, quote unquote. But I'm going to say this right now. Pitchford, Randy Pitchford can kiss my ass because this is... Because there are plenty of people right now who are probably, they're probably in need of this. Now keep in mind, they don't, the, the article said itself that the company, uh, it's the, that the company is known for paying their workers less than the industry standard, but they make up for, for profit sharing. Again, Borderlands 3 made so much money when it first came out the month the game exceeded sales so you would think that the people working on the game would have gotten a whole much more money because keep in mind borderlands 2 they they were the money the bonuses that they were that they received they were able to buy houses for their family now you're telling me the bonuses for borderlands 3 won't be won't even be able to to buy food on the table for these families really really more of a gc go ahead what's your thoughts I have no words. <laughs> you're, you're, are you flabbergasted just as much as I am? That's how that's how far greed could take people. Like I said, I have no words. I'm surprised that they create. I'm surprised that they create like a a, a strike. Well, I, I don't think you can strike because of, of the certain of the circumstances the entire world's facing right now. But that's a different story for another time. But. Uh, I'm a, I actually want I want to read to you the sales for um, Borderlands Three. Randy Pitchford, I don't think you understand this, my guy. So let me let me let me paint this picture for you real quick. 
all the people who worked on the development of Borderlands 3. The people that you say are dedicated to, that Gearbox said are really dedicated to making sure this game was done correctly. And even Windows Central said it best. Y'all have made, the, the people who worked on Borderlands 2 made so much money they were able to pay for their houses. They were, they were able to buy homes. You mean to tell me, yo greedy, cuck, soy boy, having self, you mean to tell me that you are going to give them less than what they expect? Seri the game made millions, hundreds of millions it sold of dollars. over 8 million copies. 8 mil- the game made over 8 million copies. You mean to tell me you can't- you can't give them a piece of the pie, especially during these times where people are losing their homes and even people are being are being uh, evicted out of their apartments and they're and getting kicked out of their houses. You mean to tell me you can't you can't give them more money? Seriously? Dog, what Brandy Pitchford? What the hell is wrong with you, dude? I re I re listen. I I really want to know what goes in goes on inside your head. Because clearly, outside of porn, money talks. I understand that. But there are people who are depending on this, dude. People's livelihoods are at stake because of what you did, dog. And I don't think he. I, and I honestly don't think you grasp the situation that you put everyone at Gearbox in. The people. Not Gearbox. Everyone, the developers of Borderlands 3. I don't. Under, I don't think you get the amount of crap that you just put everyone in. And you have the you have the gall to say that if they don't like it, they can quit. Y'all can't see. Uh, y'all, I know. If anyone who's watched this and uh, listens on SoundCloud, y'all can't see it. But I'm giving this nigga the 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 the, the, the one finger salute. Randy Pitcher, I want you to take this and I want you to stick it where the sun don't shine. Because you, that that because not only is that disrespectful and greedy and cruel, but that is just downright inhumane of what you're doing, dude. People's livelihood you are playing with people's livelihoods and you are playing with people's money at, at, at a time that you should you definitely shouldn't be doing that. And I and, and I really hope you can think about this. I really hope you strongly think about the crap you just did. Okay. Because this is awful. I'm done. I don't even want to talk about no more. GC, you got any final thoughts before we get into the rumor? Nah. Now, with all that being said, let's get to our our final um topic about tonight. Let's talk about let's talk about Resident Evil 3. Huh? Resident Evil, not Resident Evil 3. Resident Evil 4. Now, it's been this actually happened. And this has been going on for for the past 24 hours at the time of this recording. There are so many rumors about Resident Evil that Capcom is is developing the remake to Resident Evil 4, and this is coming from PC Gamer. So again, these are only rumors; nothing's been confirmed. Please take this with a grain of salt. VGC reports that Capcom plans to release a Resident Evil 4 remake in 2022. The report cites multiple development sources who indicate that Resident Evil 4 remake is now in full production, according to VGC. Development is being handled by Osaka-based Capcom-backed M2 Studio of former Platinum Games head uh, Tatsuya um, Minami. Uh, Minami. This uh, strategy would line up with the development of the Resident Evil 2 and 3 remake, 
which made which made use of blended teams of external capcom studios and capcom internal assets bgc reports that the remake is being undertaken with the tactic blessing of original re4 game director shinji um, mikami who apparently declined to take the lead on the project but provided informal uh, advice won't go further into this but my question is this if this rumor is true why why would you want to remake resident evil 4 no one and i do mean no one under the sun asks. would if this is confirmed if capcom legit confirms that re4 remake is going to happen i just have one thing to say no one asked for resident evil 4 remake no one did and anyone who says oh, well, this is, yeah, we all did you are a damn liar if you said that you are a dang on liar no one asked for Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4 Remake, no one asked for it. Because Resident Evil 4 is already a perfect game. Does it have some um, mechanics that need a little bit more tweaking? Yes, it does. But this was this game came out in 2005, right? The game came out in 2005? GC? Came out in uh, 2004. Take it too long. Yeah, yeah, 2005, yeah. January okay. 11, 2005. Okay, this game came out in 2005. It's been 15 years since the game came out. No one asked, and, and since then, Everyone under the sun has put Resident Evil on par to be this is this is the standard that Resident Evil games need to be on. Hence the reason why we had Resident Evil 5, Resident Evil 6, even though people don't like even though we don't like Resident Evil 6, but we do appreciate the fact that they brought the mechanics from Resident Evil 4 and maybe in pro and up the ante. These are the same mechanics they use for Res Resident Evil Revelations and Revelations 2. And these are the exact same and they use uh, the and because of the mechanics of Resident Evil 4, without the mechanics of Resident Evil 4, we wouldn't have the games I just listed, including the remakes to 2 and 3. No, no one has said at all that this game needs to be remade and i have seen all over the internet that people are like well you're still gonna play like you're just complaining you're just like you're just like, feel like no i'm talking we're talking about a game that was already a perfect game we don't need a remake we don't that's like that's like that's like someone saying we want to remake deus ex the original deus ex no one would and, and and people were like, well, the revision of remake. No, 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 no. The, re the revision of Deus Ex is not a remake. It's a it's a remaster. Now, if you want to remaster Resident Evil 4 for a next generation, fine. And like and and then I know for oh Jesus, my my, my kids came off. I know for a fact that people were like, well, are you gonna buy? Are you you mean to tell me you're gonna buy the exact same game? Of course, people are. How many people do you know bought the Elder Scrolls Skyrim multiple times on PS3, on 360, on the on the freaking Switch, PS4, Xbox, PC? Everyone and their mamas bought freaking Skyrim on every single platform. Uh, you, you are not you, you you cannot argue with me saying that you're not gonna you will probably not bought Resident Evil 4 on every single platform. I bought Resident Evil 4 on the PS2 and on Steam. And I bought this Wii version too. So you you don't tell me that no one's gonna want to buy a remastered version of RE4. Yes, they are. GC, I I'm gonna keep going. But what's your thoughts? Go ahead. It's gonna piss a lot of gamers off, especially a lot of RE fans, because the game is a standalone game and it has standard from the test. I mean, standard the test of times. People are still doing speed runs of this game to this day. And it's basically up to par when it comes to graphics, mechanics, and everything else. 
to this day. It doesn't really need a remake whatsoever. I mean, focus on uh, Cold Veronica remake or Resident Evil Outbreak remake or let alone a remaster. I'd be grateful for the remaster. See, or, no, or no, let no, alone no, 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 Real quick, that's the thing. No one asked for Resident Evil 4 remake. More, listen, I have been all over Twitter and I've been all over IG. More people ask for a Cold Veronica remake because a lot, despite what a lot of people say about Cold Veronica, I, because I know you like Cold Veronica GC, but there are a lot of people who hate Cold Veronica. They hate the um, they hate the gameplay style, and some people you don't even like don't even like the story all that much because Wesker comes back, he's all Neo from the Matrix. Fine, like honestly, I would have preferred if you would did a remake to Resident Evil Zero, because I think Resident Evil Zero needs a remake compared to RE4, or. I would even give you, I would say, yeah, do Resident Evil Outbreak 1 and 2, because I, because someone like me, who's never played Resident Evil Outbreak 1 or 2, and probably won't, because I know one of the key aspects that made people enjoy the game, despite a lot of the issues both games had, from what you've told me, GC, and what uh, Mike Wesker from Yo! Video Games did, shout out to Mike Wesker, by the way, um, the multiplayer aspect of, RE, uh, of Resident Evil Outbreak was one of the key things that a lot of people really enjoyed playing with their friends in Resident Evil because before Resident Evil 5 you had Resident Evil Outbreak 1 and 2 where you could play with other people online why haven't we remade Outbreak or do Code Veronica or do uh, Resident Evil 0 hell I would give you Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles and, and Dark Side Chronicles yes those are um those are on rail shooters yeah where you're gonna need like a, one of those PlayStation moves or the Wii Zapper stuff like that, but I can see them wanting to remake it and do and maybe taking the parts out of the game that no one really want to replay, like doing Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles. You were playing through Resident Evil One and Three, and then you did these side stories of Wesker and Hunk. I would say if you want to do Umbrella Chronicles, if you if they were to do a Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles remake, focus on Wesker. Let's see what the hell Wesker was doing and how he got his Matrix abilities. Uh, Dark Side Chronicles, the, the parts where Leon and Jack Krauser are working together. Let's see a remake where you're doing a co-op game uh, in, a, in the same uh, in the same style of Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 remake. No one wants a Resident Evil 4 remake. And if this is true, I'm sorry, Capcom, but this is going to be the biggest L you're going to take because you are legit crappy on the legacy that Resident Evil 4 made. It brought Resident Evil to the dance. Because Resident Evil at a certain point was pretty irrelevant until Resident Evil 4 came out. Because no one cared about Cobra. Cobra Ranga was okay. At the time, Cobra Ranga was fine. But when you think about it, is Cobra Ranga still a memorable game? Maybe, maybe not. Resident Evil 0, I know for a fact that a lot of people don't like Resident Evil 0. Okay? And outside the fact that you remade Resident Evil 1, you had nothing else going except Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4 was your, your final dance with Resident Evil and you perfected it. And because of Resident Evil 4, you have Resident Evil 5, which borrowed the if exact it's not same broke, mechanics. Don't fix it. Exactly. Why would you want to remake a game that's already perfect? There's no rhyme or reason that you should do that. And I don't understand why people would want to ask for this. Again, I know this is a rumor. I know this is a rumor, people. But if this is actually confirmed, and if I'm looking at and, and if this is actually confirmed. We're gonna be dealing with we're we're gonna be dealing with a we're gonna be dealing with backlash 
beyond belief. I mean, if you think about it, if they were, I mean, I heard it was a rumor that, you know, the speculations basically push forward towards they're in the process of in production right right now. And the game is expected to be released around 2022. Was it rumors? Yeah, rumors, 2022? rumors, rumors. It's yeah, rumors. rumors. But yeah, that's, what I'm that's, that's how far the, the rumors have been pushed. But my thing is, it's also more putting um, Capcom on the aspects of being a hypocrite because when pretty much RE2 Remake was in the works and the game released, fans loved it. And fans was already stating. Well, I'll, I'll even go even further. When we basically heard news from Capcom themselves, we was in Vegas uh, at Evo, where they, well, Capcom even said that future remake titles are in the works. So that means more remakes are going to come besides Resident Evil 2. It's going to be RE3. It's going to be RE Code Veronica. It's going to be Dino Crisis. All these games that we basically grew up playing, everything, they were going to be remade or whatever. So. Going back to fast forward a little bit further, Capcom basically stated after the release and the success of Resident Evil 2 Remake, saying that, you know, fans is already asking for a Resident Evil 3 Remake. And Capcom basically stated, saying that if the fans wanted enough, like they basically like, you know, make the most noise and basically prove that they want it, basically, you know, through, you know, through dollar signs, through sales, like, you know, basically depending on the sales of the RE2 Remake, that will basically, you know, encourage um, and inspire them to basically move ahead and jumping into the uh, production of RE3 remake. So basically, it's up to the, they say they said it's up to the fans to basically let us know how bad they want the remake. So we already basically let it be known of how bad we wanted the remake. So I'm already knowing that a lot of people is not basically making the noise for RE4 remake let alone even hint at the idea that we even need a RE4 remake. So my thing is, what inspired them to even, like I say, let's just say rumors because we haven't heard anything from Capcom at all, but it'll go through your minds. Like what inspired you to do this and let alone t- tackle a game that's already perfect and don't need to be fixed? Again, I'm going to say this again. This game was damn near a perfect game. No one asked. No one asked for Resident Evil Four. Look, two of the biggest people that I, I that I trust when it comes to sources because they they are ride or die with Capcom. Maximilian, dude, shout out to Maximilian. Please, God, don't use RE2 zombies for an action uh, game like RE3. Hordes of them. Wait, hold up. I don't have much confidence considering M2's behind it. Probably more uh, corner uh, cut corners than anything try out um re4 hd so he's already saying if you want if you want to play a resident a, a remake or a remaster to resident Evil 4 play the hd version like i don't that's more like a remaster true but like again but do, again i would rather them do that yeah. than resident Evil 4. Like, we know, again if you want to do a resident Evil 4 fine but you don't have to do a remake do a remaster no one I don't, I don't want, I, I, Capcom, I am, I'm, I'm advising you guys, and, uh, and look, this is not me going off on you, Capcom, because I've gone off on you niggas in the past before, with Marvel Infinite, and other ga- things that you've done Plus stupid. Plus, it's just rumors. 
I mean, like I said, it's rumors because you, you can't really basically fault Capcom because it's basically just rumors. I know, but, but just I'm just saying it. right now, Capcom, just let this be rumors and please tell people this is only rumors. Tell us that you're be doing Code Veronica, dog, because no one want, no one asked for it. Uh, if, I, I've never, I've not heard that one person say I want RE4 remade to get re, um, to get remade. And there are people who I know there are a community of people who are like, well, they made Leon too silly, or like this is supposed to be more serious. I'm like, no, nigga. First of all, that's the SA Dove talking. No, 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 no. These are these are people who like we want dark and gritty like the Resident Evil two and three. And I'm like, nigga. First of all, Resident Evil has always been over the top and silly and stupid. Okay, don't get me started on that. There is nothing like ground like like grounded in reality with Resident Evil. Like, no, nigga. Because it all listen, Resident Evil is there is has and always will be silly, but we still enjoy it. Because it's over-the-top action, it's over-the-top fun, okay? Because again, a zombie virus is able to turn an alligator into freaking Godzilla. 98 Godzilla, yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but for, I mean, for soldiers, everything just has to give us what we've been asking for. You know, we've been asking for years for a Resident Evil Outbreak remastered. Because, I mean, the game was good, but it was just basically ahead of its time. We're dealing with the internet was pretty much freshly new when we was kids and nobody basically didn't have access to it plus the infrastructure needed work and it's not as you know pretty much as good as it is now and it's basically freely accesses now and you know it's pretty much you know on mods page it's basically accessible you know or pretty much the modern version where you know you can play online you know there where you know us fans or whatever is like you know we got the internet now we got the infrastructure now why not remaster the game where i mean for all consoles or whatever and basically re-release it where we could basically uh play the game you know pretty much once again but in this case or whatever uh combine the two you know combine our, our resident Evil outbreak and resident Evil outbreak file too. combine that too and make it a remaster version add some new details to it and like i said we basically got pretty much uh, a good source of internet and everything where we could easily basically have a great online co-op mode but I know pretty much, you know, they're basically working on the release for Resident Evil 8. Um, and also, I guess, uh, some new details on Dino, Dino Crisis Remake. Uh, we heard something, I said, like a, a year ago, but we haven't heard any new details yet now. But, you know, focus on that aspect. I know you basically already know Resident Evil 8 is pretty much taken care of. And probably will expect something more probably next year, 2021. But... Not not RE4. I mean, like I said, Resident Evil Outbreak, Cold Veronica, or Dino Crisis, or Dino Crisis Remake. But not RE4. Like, leave that alone. I'm actually on Twitter right now, and there is a there is a Twitter page called uh, RE4 HD Project, which is trying to make an HD version, like a, a better looking version of Resident Evil 4, which it's still Resident Evil 4, but graphically what graphically updated. And I'm looking at some yeah, of their like work. Yeah, like a remaster. Yeah, it's a remaster. Yeah, I'm looking at their work, and it looks really, really good. Like, I'm looking at Jack Krauser. I'm looking at Ada. Like, this, this, I would rather have them do this. Or just give a, a nice graphical, um, uplift, like, uh, uplift to, um, Resident Evil 4. You don't need to re remake it. You don't. It's stupid if you do. Like, we, we don't need a remake, people. We really don't. And I know this is rumors, 
I real I know. I I understand, and you know, I'm listen. I, I look. I'm just a nigga. I'm just a loud nigga on, with a microphone. Okay, I fear. It's like because I, I know some of you nigga, you niggas is gonna be like, oh my god, you're just complaining. Like you don't want to get with the times. And I'm like, okay, it's, hey, 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 Gen Zers, shut the hell up. Okay, hear me out. If you never played Resident Evil Four, nigga, it's like four bucks on 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 Steam. Get it. Treat yourself. Okay. I just hope this is rumors. I would rather than do Dino. Like I hell, I didn't even know they were trying to do a remake of Dino Crisis. I would rather have a Dino Crisis remake than a Resident Evil 4 remake. And weren't they talking about doing a remake to Onimusho as well? Uh, I think it's already the remaster. Oh my god! Hold on, I'm looking at the quote. I'm just a loud nigga with a microphone. Add that to the uh, quote box. <laughs> Uh, still ch I still find it hilarious that Dino Crisis is basically an unofficial Resident Evil game. See, if they were, <coughs> sorry about that. It'd be really cool if they if Capcom was like, no, people, Resident Evil Four is not happening. The remake's not happening, but we are going to be remaking Dino Crisis and we're going to tie it into Resident Evil. But, and, and and you know how you can do that? Maybe there's like a uh, there maybe there's like a a subdivision of of um freaking um uh umbrella that works that watched way too much jurassic park and now fused dn like dinosaur dna with like some other type of dna to recreate dinosaurs again and you can have it where the main character of the dino crisis teams up with the main with jill valentine they fight zombies and dinosaurs you see that is over the top and silly and i would still buy that game in a heartbeat Or this is how I can. This is how I see it. I would the only, and I would, and I'm saying this very loosely. I would be okay with an RE4 remake if, and I'm, and I, I just want to say this right now. Just hear me out. Number one, do not call it RE4. Call it something else. Number two, you can still have Leon in it. Which goes to number three. GC, you remember the original prototype to Resident Evil 4? Where Leon was going through a mansion and it was filled with ghosts and like werewolves and all that crap? Resident Evil 3.5? Do that. Make it a spin-off game. Remake that game engine and everything like that. And make it a spin-off of its own. And be like Tales of Leon, a Resident Evil 4 story or something like that. Or Tales of the Mansion, a Resident Evil 4 story. Where it's... Where, and one, you don't want, and have it be a $60 game, make it where, um, like, it's a full-on game, and this is what Leon's doing before the events of Resident Evil 4. Uh, so, Resident Evil 3.5, yeah, you can call it Resident Evil 3.5. There's, like, three prototypes of the game, though one of them became Devil May Cry. Use one of those prototypes and turn that into a game. I'd be okay with that. That's the that's the only saving grace I would say, but don't you don't you freaking dare call it Resident Evil Four, because now you're just because now that 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 was just lies and fallacies. Because now like that's all I got to say. I, I think I'm done. Because right now I'm if I keep going, I'm going to yell and it's gonna make me angry. Yeah, it's so, pretty much just rambling. Yeah, I think I'm done. I'll cut some of this. I'll cut some of this shit. <laughs> But yeah, oh, uh, I got one more piece of uh, I have one more piece of uh, on my notes. Uh, 
so there's a new apex legends <laughs> there's a new apex legends um event the old ways event which pretty much talks about the origins of bloodhound and there's new skins where it's kind of like bloodhound's tribe and stuff like that um i'm excited about that gc i know you don't play apex legends but do you care i know you don't, i know you're in that call of duty war zone right now but still good talk gc um and gc real quick before we end the show um what's your thoughts on final fantasy 7 remake I, I know you've been streaming that game for a couple i'm minutes. still playing it as we speak and just like i told cj who's been streaming it every day playing the game himself uh even i called him a couple of rage moments but this is the type of game where you can't speed run or rush it through you really gotta basically take your time and digest i'm digesting everything every minute of it especially basically growing up playing the original um and so much that they pretty much add into and reference the original as uh, the music the scenery the levels the enemies yeah it, it, it's it, it, it's just so much right about now okay all right cool cool good to know so because i'm we're my house we're, we're planning on buying the game we might get my brother wants to get a digital copy so that way i can have it on my account and he can have it on his account so i will probably be buying yeah it i had no choice but to get it i had no choice but to get a digital copy because i did he wanted the physical but then you know because uh, you know the c virus and it shut down gamestop so that pretty much messed me up so i mean if you're yeah. trying if you're still trying to get a physical copy gc there's a mom and pop store near my house that's still open you can go there and grab it no if you pre order if you put it i mean if you pre-order the physical copy at a certain location with gamestop you have to pick up from that location oh yeah doesn't the pre-order copy come with like that oh that that deluxe version because i know you got the deluxe version didn't it come with that doesn't come with yeah that, does it come with that cloud action figure where he's on his bike no, that's the other one. Uh, it's sold out. <laughs> Alright, well, guys, I, that's, that's honestly, that's all I got on my show notes. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's episode 101 of the Struggle Game Podcast. Uh, thank you guys very much for tuning in. GC, you have the floor. What's your closing statement? Go ahead. I love you all. And stay safe. Alright, then. And my closing comments are happy Easter. once again, guys. At the time of this recording, happy Easter. Um, if you're of, if, if you are a person of faith like myself and GC, happy Resurrection Day. Um, and please stay safe. Don't do anything too stupid. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. And please, for the love of God, stay in your homes. If you need to do a prison style workout, like myself, do it. Um, and also, if you want me to do workouts, like live stream workouts at home, let me know, and I'll do it on Twitch. But uh, other than that, guys, please stay safe. Keep playing video, play video games. In the words of Benny, little Benny from um, on Max Stream, keep playing video games, people, or read a book. Read a book, play video games, um, spend time with your families, go out for a walk around your block. You don't need to go to a park, but do like a good five or six laps around your block. It won't hurt you. Just, just get out. Get, get some, get, get some fresh air. Okay. All that being said, guys, thank you, everyone. Shout out to people who started following us. Greatly appreciate it. And y'all all know what to do. As I take a sip for the working class, man, my ginger ale. Mm. Turning to Jim Cornette. Emails at scrugglegamebookings at gmail.com. That's scrugglegamebookings 
at gmail.com for any questions, comments, search, advice, business, quads, all that good stuff. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter, Tyler, Scruggle Gaming, and Bam Scruggle Games all up in your home. Gone, but never forgotten. Follow us on our YouTube and Instagram. Follow us on our YouTube page at Scruggle, at Scruggle Gaming. And you can find us on our, our IG page at The Scrub Club Podcast. That is Instagram at The Scrub Club Podcast. You can find us on our home base, soundcloud.com slash scrubble game. That's soundcloud.com slash scrubble game for previous episodes of The Scrub Lounge. Scrub Center presents The Scrub Club Retrospective Reviews and our flagship show, The Scrub Club Gaming Podcast. Podcast, podcast. You want to get a hold of any of us? You want to power critique time? Find your boy on Twitter, Instagram, The Reckless underscore Fox. YouTube, Reckless underscore Fox. Find all my latest game content on Twitch.tv slash Reckless underscore Fox. GC, where can they find you? Well, you can find me on YouTube at MrGC15. You can find me on Twitter at Godchild15. find me on Twitter and Instagram at Godchild underscore 15. A lot of you said, guys, thank you very much. Happy, happy Easter. This is episode 101 of the podcast. As we like to all, and as we always say, guys, peace out, bless up, and keep working things 20 hours or less. We bid you on the do. Goodbye, and good night. Bang. Hey. De- deuces. <laughs>